Howdy, friends, and welcome to the Old Hat Podcast. This is James Chambliss, Old Hat, your host, and I'm told this is episode 43. And again, someday, I guess when you have a thousand podcasts, it matters what the number is. Do you use the numbers? If you do, let me know, because then I'll feel better about doing something about the numbers. In the meantime, just be aware, no matter what episode this is, I'm glad you're here. And I have an exciting show for you today. Something uh, something new and different. And that's always kind of fun, right? But first, first I'm going to tell you about counterfeiting because that's really important. Right? I know you were thinking about that. I wish Old Hat would tell me what he knows about counterfeiting. That's so important. So when I worked at a bank, they, I, you know, they said, all right, you got to learn about how to spot a counterfeit. And I thought, great, man, they're going to teach me how to make money. It's going to be awesome. And I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to know all of the bad guys' secrets. And then it turns out that when the FBI wants you to know how to spot a counterfeit, they never really tell you about counterfeits. They show you a few examples and you go, wow, that's amazing. It looks real. I would have cashed that. But they spend all of the rest of the class telling you about the real thing and how it's made. They want you to be able to recognize the real thing so that if you ever see anything that's not the real thing, then you'll obviously know that it's a counterfeit, not the other way around. All right. Because you know, counterfeiters are always coming up with new ways to counterfeit. You know, as printing gets better and paper changes and all that kind of stuff, they're coming up with different ways to do that. So it doesn't matter what the bad guys do as long as you know what the good guys really print. Then that's the real thing, and that's what you want to focus on. And I've got a guest today on the podcast, and she is the real thing. So if you want to know how to spot a counterfeit, you got to know the real thing. Well, I've got Ginger Bell on the show today, and she is the real thing. She is not a counterfeit in any way at all. You're going to love it. You know, all through the Bible, they're, they're, God loves passionate people. If you read your Bible enough, you'll find out God loved, loved, loved passionate people. Think about the people in the Bible that, you know, that like Moses, he was God's friend, it says. You know, it doesn't say a lot of people, but, but God loved Moses so much. And Moses was passionate. Moses, God said, Hey, tap that rock and water will come out of it. And Moses took his staff and whacked the crap out of that. rock. <laughs> he was passionate. I mean, what? I hit the rock and he got in trouble for it, but he was passionate. You know, uh, Peter in the garden with Jesus, when Judas showed up with the other guys, Peter pulled out a sword and whacked off some dude's ear. And Jesus went, quit that and put the guy's ear back on. You remember that story, Malchus? That's got to be, that ought to come up more, right? Malchus's ear is kind of a big, Jesus put it back on. No big deal. <laughs> but Peter was passionate and Jesus loved that. Jonah is probably the book of the Bible that I have read the most because I have some anger issues. Anger is the fire in which I burn up all the emotions I don't know how to deal with. Do you have an emotion like that? Some people, it's anger. That's it for me. I get really mad. When I don't know how to feel, I feel mad. That's just my defense. Some people, when they don't know how to feel, they feel sad. Some people, when they don't know how to feel, they laugh. <laughs> it's just, you never know. Everybody has one of those. Mine is, I get angry, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm a passionate fella. I have been known to whack a rock. I haven't actually cut anybody's ear off that I'm going to admit anything about because I don't know. I don't know what the uh, the laws are in Texas about how long you can go without it. Some things you just can't admit until later in life and some things not at all, depending on what the statute of limitations is. But God loves passionate people. And Ginger Bell is a passionate person. She she believes in the truth and she loves people. 
people and she loves helping people. And she is a great, great friend of mine and has been for a long time. So we're going to talk today and just there is no telling what kind of stories we will get up to, Ginger, because there have been a lot of stories of us together for sure. How's that for an intro? This is my friend wow. Ginger Bell. <laughs> Let's see, counterfeit, passion. Wow, that's the most unique intro I think I've ever had. But I did want to tell you, it's going to be kind of hard for me um, because I've wanted to laugh several times. And I'm thinking, can I laugh? Yeah. Should I laugh or should I be quiet and just sit over here? Quiet's not easy for me. <laughs> and then you're talking about whacking somebody's ear off. And I just wanted to remind you, James you don't have the authority to put it back on. <laughs> so just don't do it. Right. Just, right. just fight that. Fight that. Yeah. That's right. You got to be, you have to know the limits of your authority. Right. <laughs> if you can't, if you can't put it back, don't take it off is a pretty no. good rule. Except for me, if you told me I couldn't, that just made me want to. Oh, that's, you know, that's always the way to get a Texas girl to do something. Tell yeah, her she can't. That's true. You know, if you, you probably can't do that. Is it the way to get it done? That and, may be why you're here today. Did somebody tell you you couldn't podcast? Only me. <laughs> Everybody else says, oh, Ginger, that's great. That'll be wonderful. I'm the one going, no, you can't do that. You're with James Chambliss. <laughs> you don't deserve to be with oh, James. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's, how many years were y'all on the radio um i was really only really on the air for four years but yeah. troy was on it for ever yeah 30 years 30 or 40 years from that he was making school announcements in texarkana radio station owner came in to pick his daughter up her troy making troy bobby bell making announcements and said went to him and said do you want to be in radio and of course <laughs> bobby was like only my whole life. Yeah, that's my only goal, and really. So it was, and so it was. Well, and we will talk about Troy Bobby a lot. That's <laughs> Ginger's husband, and uh, and and he he passed away, and and uh, I made everybody at his funeral laugh. I'm pretty sure some of the international kids were there at the service, and, and later I was told they were poking each other, going, "You can't laugh. This is a funeral. You're not supposed to laugh." And we were all just belly rolling. You know, it was great. <laughs> a lot of them asked me afterwards. You yeah. know, it, is it okay that we were laughing? Oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's a celebration. I took my Bible and showed it to him right in the front. It says, "No man has the right to take the word of God and make it boring." There you go. And if there was anybody that deserved oh. a non-boring memorial service, it was Troy. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely, he would have loved it. The yes. music. Oh, he would have loved yeah. it. Yeah. Except he was in a much better place. That's by right. That point, so. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. It's it's. Uh, you know, guys, we're going to try and, and tell you what we're talking about, but we get started talking. In fact, we've been talking for two hours now, and we just turned on the machinery. <laughs> and that might happen. That might yeah, happen. We, this could be the longest podcast we've ever done. Y'all could just follow us around like a fly on the wall. We have a good time. But Ginger and I met in, I think, 03. I think it was 03, though we kind of met through a friend in 02 when it was suggested that y'all might be a good family because you took in kids. I had a young lady coming from China and the boarding program hadn't started yet and we needed a place for her to stay and she'd actually been with one other family 
first and that didn't quite work. And I knew you were going to bring this up. I knew we were going to go here. You need to call the Chambliss's. Uh, and so, of course, I did, not mm. knowing the Chambliss's at that point. But, boy, it didn't take long after that <laughs> to get to know them and love them for sure. James still thanks me for oh, that experience. Oh, yeah. it's Some good stories came out of it. Oh, my gosh. We, we yeah. We'll we'll never forget her. That's for sure. It was a, it was a very long. What did we make it? Two weeks? Well, maybe, I, maybe. And I don't blame you at all. It did not go well. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, but you know, sometimes things are not as they are presented, and she definitely wasn't as she was presented. No, we so, so she's uh, she was from China, mm-hmm. and uh, and when they. When they ask us to to take her in for you know for the rest of the school year is really what it was, and we thought, well, we'll add another one to the mix. That's not a big deal. International, that's fun. We'll learn some stuff. And they told us she's, you know, suffering a little bit of culture shock. And there's a a Chinatown up in the Dallas area. Maybe you can take her up there. So we loaded up mm-hmm. and went up there and 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 went to find a place to eat. And we're driving through a parking lot looking at all the places to eat, and I'm hungry. <laughs> and she's I'm like can we Do you eat get there? angry when you're hungry <laughs> I probably get hangry yeah but and I'm like what about there and she's like no that's that's Japanese food I'm like oh so how do you tell the difference between the characters and she said they're the same I'm like well then I really don't know I just I'm trusting you okay what about there because I'm hungry and what about there and she said no they only sell cookies and snakes and everybody in the car went you eat snakes and she went what is snakes and I'm like and she went oh no 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 cookies cake oh snacks yes they sell cookies and snacks okay and finally uh, we found a place and we went in and it uh, it had a, a big round Lazy Susan table. Oh yeah, and uh, and she ordered. She said she would order for us, and we're like, okay, we're brave. Mm-hmm. And she ordered, and because she ordered in a language that the waitress spoke, everything was a lot cheaper. <laughs> so we, I'm thinking this is going to be a good deal for us because it's hard to well, feed my feeding big group. That. Yeah, when you're feeding that many. <laughs> and so I really thought that was going to be kind of fun, uh, but then we got back to the hotel, and of course we had to get a bunch of connecting rooms so that we could try and keep everybody under control, all of my kids and an extra. And she walks in our room on the phone to China. And I was thinking, if that's on the room bill, we're going to have to mortgage the house <laughs> to get out of here. Especially back then, we didn't have any of this. Call the worldwide world. It was terrifying. We were so afraid of what that was going to cost. And, of course, you know, we had, to, we had some language issues because – her English was better than my Chinese, but not by a lot. And so we we struggled with that. And, you know, I think it came from being an only child and living with her parents and her grandparents. But she really thought that everyone ought to stop what they're doing to do whatever it was she wanted them to do. Well, and her father was a higher up. Yeah. And you know, that's why we were so worried when it didn't go well. Yeah. You know, they I, come and shoot yeah us? I didn't know <laughs> what I don't did, I know Japan has ninjas. I said China has something along those lines. They're going to show up and kill us. I don't know. But... Oh, I would have just died if anything had happened to y'all because I put her here. <laughs> so we we I think the funniest thing that happened. Well, the not funniest thing that happened was she came upstairs on the phone to China on our phone again. And now we'd figured out that she used. 
and calling cards. And yeah, yeah, so it wasn't a problem. But she comes up and we're, you know, kids are doing homework at the table. I was working on something. Lisa's cooking dinner. And she's talking loudly, 90 miles an hour. And she opens the freezer and then slams it and turns around and screams in English, I need ice cream. <laughs> and I'm over here going, you're standing too close to my bride. You're going to need soft food for sure. Because people just don't walk in the kitchen and yell here. That's not how we do things. Because they need something. Yeah, then you need to go to the store and buy you some ice cream. That's how that works. And she wasn't here that long. I know. Well, that could be the reason, though. Yes, that's why. Yes. No kidding. Well, so so we, you know, we she didn't want to go to church with us. Right. She sat down the very first day she was here just walking around to see if this was some situation she wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. And there were other girls her age living here then. You know, we, we're not a foster home. We just have a big house and put people in the rooms. That's what they're for, right? And all of our kids were here still. And, and she sat down uh, in, our, in our living room and she said she had one problem. I said, okay, what? She said, you Americans go to church too much. And I was like, I can't really argue with that. <laughs> but did you also remind her that she, her parents had sent her over here to go to a Christian school? I No. There I was no association there. No, I'm sure. I, well, I was, church, you know, Christian. What? We were having the same conversation amongst ourselves. <laughs> we have to go to church again? Are you kidding? Because we were there every time the door cracked open, yeah. you know. And, and so we're like, look, you can sit out here and you can read a book if you don't, you know, we're, you don't have to, we're not trying to make you believe anything. We're not, you know, this is just, just what we this, do, but, but we're not going to leave you at home because we don't know you and you don't know us. And so, and she'd obviously eat all our ice cream. Right. We figured that out right quick. So <laughs> we're not taking that kind of risk. So she went to church with us and, um, one Sunday morning, uh, one of the kids had been sick overnight. One of our kids had been sick, thrown up overnight. And so that kid was going to stay home with mommy. And so Chin could stay home. And so I went and knocked on her bedroom door. What? <laughs> she was so kind in I, her manner. <laughs> and, you know, I've been up all night cleaning up throw oh. up. So I'm in a good mood, too. And uh, and and I'm like, okay, Chin, it's James. And I, just a minute. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting snapped at at my house. I can't believe this. So she finally opens the door and she's very angry and she's staring at me. And I said, look, one of the kids is sick. They're staying home. You don't have to go to church. And she said, I cannot believe. And I thought, okay, well, fine. You don't have to. You know, I didn't say that, but I went, okay, well, you don't have to go to church with us today. And she shook her head and said, I cannot believe and I thought, okay, we're having a spiritual crisis. Come on, <laughs> come on, hat, pull it together. She really, she's fighting this Christianity thing really hard. And I said, you know what? Here's the thing, Chin. God is a gentleman. He would never force you to believe. I'm not going to force you. If you don't want to believe, you don't, you know. I couldn't tell if she was saying that she, you know, her. she talked to her parents and they told her, whatever you do, don't believe. I don't, you know, I didn't know what was going on there, but. But she was really upset about something. And so I started explaining to her that God is a gentleman and you don't have to believe if you don't want to. We're not pressuring you to believe. And she stopped me by holding her hand up very imperiously. And she said, looked very deep in my eyes and said, my nose is stopped up. (laughs) And I cannot believe. Oh, oh, breathe, breathe. Okay, I'll be right back. I come back with Kleenex and Sudafed and saline spray. And here you go. This will help you a lot. 
oh lord i wonder if she realizes now all these years later since her english i'm sure is much better what that conversation no, I don't, how it, I, you know I don't know that's a good question I don't know the answer to that I'd like to follow maybe I'll try to follow up oh, that for would be, everybody hey we'll get her on the podcast yeah. oh, that could be a lot of fun go. couldn't it yeah that's funny well when things went downhill from there really quick and uh, she just started expanding into our spaces and started just moving our stuffs because she wanted to use that desk I'm like okay you can't do <laughs> we work here you can't do that and uh, and so she she had to go and I, I couldn't get a hold of you and whoever I talked to, you know, I told him she she has to go. And he said, well, okay, if you can keep her till Monday. I said, no, she'll be on the porch. We're, <laughs> no, we're done. I, you don't understand. This is not working another minute. Now. And so they, so she, she went back to the boarding house. I mean, she, she had a place to go, but I don't know that she ever went with another family. And nobody called and asked us, hey, should we take her in? Because then they'd have not done it, I'm pretty sure. That was our first first experience with an international student actually there were two boys who came during that adventure before we actually finished the boarding houses never had a peep out of any of their host families wonderful experience but she has stayed in my mind all uh-huh. these years <laughs> mine too <laughs> oh. I don't feel guilty anymore, though, because you got lots of laughs out of it. Yes, it's been a good story for a long time. And we have a million stories like that. Some of them we can even share on a podcast. I have to say, though, I feel, I'm just so excited because I get to be in here and I get to hear all these stories and I don't have to find just the right time to listen. Because I'm in here listening already. Isn't that fun? It, it's a lot more fun to be on the podcast. Yes. Than, that's what I find. Because you know. now I, I, I know where you're sitting. Yeah. I know here where in my you're... lovely palatial. That's right. You know, Palatial's not the word. I, no, oh, and that uh, that's not fireworks, y'all. That's my chair. <laughs> so in case you wondered what that sound was, thought the table was collapsing. It's just is a really good microphone or really cheap chair. So. Picks, it picks up sounds well. And then the soundproofing that your wonderful son came and Did helped I? put up in here. Because okay, so, so, so let me tell you why my wonderful son came and put these up in here. It's because of his generous heart, James. Well, no, it, it's because uh, everybody respects my wife that much. So mm-hmm. I fell off a wall back in 2019 walked off a retaining wall like I thought I could fly I don't even bounce good anymore as it turns out <laughs> and uh, spent about I don't know six weeks in a recliner and then in, moved into a wheelchair and then onto a walker and then onto crutches and then a cane is a long road back you know I still remember the first day I could put my own socks on <gasps> you know, you celebration. Know, yeah you know you know it's humbling <laughs> to have somebody else put your socks on for you and it's such Especially a for an old hat oh uh, yeah she loves you if she'll put your socks on for you and uh, so anyway I'm forbidden from high places you know I'm I, I can't go in the attic anymore Mm-mm. I can't change light bulbs anymore I'm just you know I can get on a stepladder you know for, for a two little, steps something. a two-step stepladder for okay. something you're not going to be there real long for you <laughs> so my ladder's over at my son's house I'm like hey would you bring me my ladder and he went why? I said, well, I, I need to put some soundproofing up in my new studio. And he went, yeah, I don't think that's. So I think mommy would prefer I do that for you. 
Isn't I that said, precious? Great, buddy. If if you're willing, come on over. And so he he you know this is how far we got in the time that he had. But you know, getting foam to stick to a wall is really harder than it looks. No, but you won't have to paint those corners no, when you paint no, the house. No, that's right. And then I hung up my favorite painting back here that my father-in-law did, and uh, I've got my pictures I put together from high school. Oh, so I, love I wish that. you guys could, you know, I wish, I wish podcasts had videos, could, but right? I'm so glad I do. I We're, get to. <laughs> you can tell them about it. We we're talking about uh, my oldest and I are talking about how to video these live or not, oh, no. you know, put them on YouTube or whatever. You're you're out on that, huh? That's why I chose radio. I didn't do TV for a reason. Radio worked just fine. <laughs> well, I met you after radio, yeah, but that's uh, true. That's a story from early in our career. Mm-hmm. The the one year that there were not Chambliss kids at your school, the one, the one year, one I didn't year. make it to a single game except for homecoming, and I decided I was going to go to the homecoming game and just say hi. Mm-hmm. And I got there about halftime, I think, and walked in the gate, had not seen a down of football, and I hear James Chambliss. <laughs> Come here, and it's you. Well, who are you going to call, James? <laughs> who are you going to call? Well, and I, 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 you know, I'm like, oh, good. I get to see Ginger and Troy first because y'all are there on the golf cart. And he's trying to get out of the golf cart. His, he was, his health was awful at that, at that point. And he's trying to wedge himself out of the golf cart. And I said, don't get up. He said, yes, I'm getting out. Get in. <laughs> and you said, yeah, get in, get in. I'm like, I'm not getting in. You get in. You sit in. He said, get in the golf cart. I got in the golf cart because, you know, care how bad his health was, I was pretty sure I was about to get whooped. So I got in the golf cart and you drove off. Next thing I know, there's a wounded dance team member. Yes, she was in agony. She couldn't catch her breath. She was sobbing and she couldn't stop crying. It just hurt. And she was crying out and and she needed help. And and so, of course, what do I do? I'm a helper like you are, and I'm going to fix it. I'm going to help her, at least get her off the field and out of the view of everybody. And then you walked in. It was just perfect. I walked in. It's like a phone call. Did anybody hear a bell? Okay, well, they didn't really want to talk to us. One ring and they're done. They so. didn't know I was here. That's right. Oh, he's busy. Call back later. But... She needed help, and then your timing always. Guys, you know, if you know James at all, he is always right there when you need him. I have a dear friend, lost her husband. It's time to pick out the stone for the gravesite, and there's James Chambliss. Yeah, well, okay, but let me just qualify that, because she had just finished picking out and designing the headstone right. and then ran into me yes. and we loved on each other for a while, yes. but she was at Home Depot when that happened. Yes. I'm at Home Depot a lot. So, I mean, that's like, but you know, she's not, but still, <laughs> she's not, but if you, if you can't find me, look there first is a pretty good bet. This is not, they're not sponsoring this y'all. I just, I support the local Home Depot a lot. And I have to laugh about that because, um, some of you, well, nobody knows, I guess, but. James's uh, eldest is doing some handyman stuff for me. He's just right there when I need him because my handyman is not so handy for me anymore. He's up in heaven. And so his eldest comes over and he takes care of me and he does this and he does that. And the disposal went out. Yeah, this summer we lost two air conditioners, oh my gosh. Um, the dishwasher, disposal. <laughs> and so his son has fixed most of those for us. 
And he brought me the receipt so I could reimburse. And I, I laughed. I Home said, Depot. Home Depot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, you know, James, if you know him, he's right there when you need him. God just, it's like he's a, I don't know, a piece on a, a puzzle piece on a game board or something. And he just moves him around to where he needs to be. I feel like that sometimes. Well, I was so grateful that night and she was too. So he gets in the cart. And we're going to the cabin because this young lady's mother worked in the coffee shop then. And so we're going to get her to mom. Maybe she can help her stop crying. So and we, so they put this girl in the back of the golf cart. I'm sitting in the past. I'm riding shotgun. Ginger's driving. And I didn't realize how much pain she was in mm. until we'd gone about, I don't know, 10 feet. And I realized, you know, there, Savannah was in the back holding on to her. There may have been somebody else back there with Kaylee. And, uh, and I, I said, yeah, I get real bossy y'all. I said, Ginger, Perfect. do you see that, that orange cone? She said, yes. I said, stop right there. She went, yes, sir. <laughs> Pulled up to it and stopped. And I turned around and hang over the seat because we've got it. Her knee is just, it's so unstable. Everything hurts. And I know how that is. And so, and you know, she's wearing a drill team outfit, really short skirt, you know, <laughs> And I have to stabilize her knee, and I know how to do that. And I'm right next to her ear, and I said, I am not trying to do anything inappropriate here, but I have to put my hand on your thigh. And she said, I don't even care. <laughs> Just fix it. <laughs> so, so Savannah and I got her knee not moving as much as we could and told you to drive carefully oh. over there. You just saved, you saved our lives. And I know Savannah, and she feels like I do, if you need somebody or you're close to a crisis, who are you going to call? We know. <laughs> well, I didn't know. Uh, I don't know if Kaylee was surprised. I picked her up and carried her across the parking lot and put her in her mom's suburban, but I was glad I didn't drop her. I'm too I old to carry still... pretty girls around parking lots. <laughs> but you've there were... got one at home, so you don't need to be carrying but, it. Yeah, that's, I feel a little com uncomfortable. With that. But, you know, everybody starts pushing and pulling. I'm like, y'all just stop. This girl hurts so bad. And her knee was dislocated, so that will hurt. I can picture i still have such and this was years ago vivid memories of that suburban and you i think it was even white mm. and you putting her in there and and i just breathed a huge sigh of relief because james had it she was and she's fine she's yeah. she's done very well no problems she has so and we're still friends we're, we're you know we don't talk a lot right. but she'll put a picture up on facebook or something and i'll go great knees <laughs> <laughs> I'm good for a knee comment at this point. So, but yeah, she's done well. But and I, she's the last. But that's the one year I didn't have kids there, and so you, but have you were to needed again. <laughs> he just moved you around on that that's board, right. that game board, and his game of life. <laughs> so, the funny thing about it is, when I was 18, I was I worked in the back of an ambulance a lot, and mm. that's where I spent all of my time. And and there was a very similar situation in some ways i mean it, it, they had nothing in common but but there was a a, a wreck one of those three wheelers wrecked oh. and a girl was on it pretty teenage girl could have been on the drill team i don't know and uh, and we did everything we could until there wasn't anything to do but hurry and we did that and mm -hmm. she didn't make it and and i still wake up reliving that sometimes uh, have for years you know some of them just come back as vivid as if they just happened. You know, I remember telling my oldest sister one time, I said, you know, I think I have PTSD. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And she said, well, James, you earned it. That's exactly right. <laughs> and that changed it for me. I yeah. own it because I earned it. That's, That's kind of right. how I feel. But you know, that night uh, with Kaylee changed that dream. Oh, good. Because now she made it. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of kind of imprinted those two things together. The brain is interesting, especially mine. It's a weird thing. But but it, yeah. it, it went from, <laughs> I can get a hearty amen in a lot of places mm-hmm. from that line. But but it, it went from, you know, angrily kneeling in the floor of an ambulance with the girl not making it to being in a golf cart with you. Yeah. And she made it. And and every time I see a picture of her pretty knees, <laughs> I'm reminded that, that right. you know, it's just there's a way that, 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 you know, when you're in the right place, when God does move you around to the right place, it heals some of those really, really, y'all, 18 was a long time ago for me. And the fact that something that can happen because you're in the right place, doing the right thing with the right people heal some of those wounds. And so I know you're carrying struggles too. I know you've got some wounds, you've seen some things and, you know, maybe I couldn't handle what you've been through and maybe what I've been through would break your mind. I don't know, but we all have these things. I just want you to know that there's still hope. It doesn't matter how long ago it was. It doesn't matter how recently it was. Those things can change. Something as random as going to a, a homecoming football game and getting involved in somebody hurt. It's just... There's hope. I know you're carrying a lot of weight, but there's hope. That's those. Even your memories can be healed. Well, and for me, you sharing that just then, how it because I have heard you talk about that experience with the teenage girl, and I just we all hurt for you. Those those of us who know you and know what you carry, the the weight and the the heart for all these people who love you. That was wonderful for you to share that because. It was this experience where we thought you were right there to help us, but you were also getting helped. Yeah. You know, I really, a a long time ago, I figured out that, you know, when there's, you know, for me, there was just this vast hole in my life and, and, and all the love that I had been getting from my dad. Right. I wasn't getting anymore. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it was horrible because I was, you know. I needed that much love and affection and I wasn't getting it anymore. And I found out the only way really to deal with that was to pass it out. <laughs> just give more, you know, the answer to, to, to that kind of missing is just to love more. And I know that seems impossible when you're in that situation, but there really is more love to give than you can imagine. And sharing it is what brings it back. Now, so instead of loving one person that much and them loving you that much, maybe you have to love a thousand to make up for that deficit. And now I've moved into math and we know that's not my uh, no, strong No, it's not mine either. It's not my. So if we need math, then we'll have to call somebody. Yes. Again. You get my bride in here and help me with that. Yes. Or my sister. Yeah. Or Bailey. She oh, knows yeah. math, right? Okay. There you go. That's referring back to episode 41 in case you wanted to be curious about who that was because we will drop names from time to time and you got to stay up to know who we're talking yeah because we mess up our pronouns and we don't know what we're talking about sometimes (laughs) but now i have to send kaylee a 
a copy of this so she can know we were talking. Yes, she knows I love her still. Once you've been mine, you're always mine. Absolutely. Everybody knows that. That's why I'm so happy you're here. We're going to quadruple the listenership just for having your name on it. Maybe not. There may, I, I, well, there may be those who say, oh, poor James, and they no, turn it off because no, we're out of here. No, no. Most of them, I told you where this desk came from. I bet they're listening. So, um, but, I'm honored. Well, it's been fun. I'm glad you were here, and I look forward to doing a lot. Of, see, the first one's out of the way. You it's don't out to, of the way, and I have to wonder or worry or make myself throw up. I mean, <laughs> Now, if you people will leave nice comments somewhere, <laughs> tell her it's okay, you're happy she's here. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Now I'm looking forward to the next one. Good. Well, I don't know how often we'll do them, but I, you Whenever. Know, I'm, I'm really trying to get back to lots of podcasting. Good. And so, and we like having you here. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Folks, I hope you have a friend like Ginger Bell. If you need a friend like Ginger, then here she is. You can hear her right here live on the Old Hat Podcast until I convince her she really needs her own podcast. And you can hear her even more often after that. So, But thank you for sitting in with us and listening. It's been a lot of fun for us. We, we have this much fun, whether there's anybody else around here. <laughs> to hear any of it or not. But uh, I just want you to remember one thing. You are loved with an everlasting love, always, no matter what. And the best really is yet to come.